Hello and welcome to this week's Sonic Talk number 431. Uh, I'm afraid I feel slightly reprieved. This is the Christmas issue and I couldn't find my hat. I looked everywhere for my Christmas hat and I could not find it, so I'm ever so sorry. For those of you who've been waiting all year for me to wear my Christmas hat, I just apologise deeply. I also want to say thank you to our show sponsors, uh, Isotope, who will be bringing you uh, the winners of the Ozone 7 competition uh, a little bit later on in the show. Also, there's a chance to win an another one over the couple of weeks because the last show until the new year because i'm taking some time off and i don't care who doesn't like it so i also want to say thank you very much to uvi falcon is the creative hybrid instrument from uvi for more information go to bit.ly slash st falcon that's it from our sponsors. Thank you very much to all of those. And we have a full panel this week. I have no idea what's going to go on in this show. I'm personally not drinking, but I've seen that one of the panellists is, as is fair enough. I mean, this is Christmas. He might be at an office party for all we know. I just don't know. So anyway, let's say hello to... Uh, uh, where can we start? Oh, we'll start. We haven't seen Ty for some time, so I'll say hello to Mr. Ty Unwin. How are you, Ty? Hello. Ty is... Fine, uh, thank you. Hardest working composer and synth collector in the business. We haven't seen him for a while. <laughs> We've been hoping to get him on, but he's just too busy. Are you going to take some time off, Ty? I'm going to take a bit of time off over Christmas, which is a bit of a rarity. Many a Christmas I've just worked Christmas Day, and but not this year. Oh. So, no, it's all good. It's all good. Thank you. Looking forward to it. So it's a luxury. Really am. It is. No, it is a luxury. And, uh, and even if I do come down, I have a feeling I may just play with new toys and do the normal thing that we all actually talking actually talking of new toys i have to i have to just say after cat gaz last week bear with me one second oh vimona my vimona now you see yeah it's it's i'd love to say that it was having having uh watched watched gaz waxing lyrical that i went and bought it but the reality was that um Gaz and I had been talking the weekend before, and we were almost kind of we were almost egging one another on, going, "Now go on, you buy it." No, it looks good, and it had completely fallen off my radar. And uh, it was only having spoken to Gaz where he was going, "I'm going to order one," and I was going, "Oh, I looked at it," and so I bought one as well. They arrived on the same day, and oh, we had all these emails going, "Oh, it's amazing! It's fantastic!" <laughs> but um, they really are amazing. They really are fantastic. So, excellent. Yeah, it's very good. I am very glad to hear that, Ty. And uh, and I guess in terms of uh, it's, it's not another polysynth anyway. So it's something slightly different from you. Exactly. Exactly. So and at, at the moment, I, well, I've just been wasting. If I want those kind of sounds, I've been wasting, you know, kind of hardware monosynths just to go and and it seems a bit of a waste. So um, no, it's fantastic. Excellent. I will look forward to hearing it in a period drama soon. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, Ty, thank you very much for joining us. I guess we should go to Gaz next because he was just briefly mentioned there. Gaz is there dressed a bit like Jesus. If you turn to the side and look up as if heavenward. No, the other way. If you go the other way. There, that's it. And you do that thing with your hand. There we go. How are you, Gaz? Gaz, you're the one who's at a party, right? Yes. Yes. Um, Halfway through my first bottle of left. So it's early days. Uh, But um, yeah, I've managed to sneak off and find a little little room to um, 
Wow. So I've just got a, I've got a, I'm at a party where I'm just going to nip off and broadcast. Excellent. <laughs> I admire your dedication, as, I, as I'm sure do all of the people in the chat room who I haven't... Uh, haven't mentioned yet. Here they are. Hello, Hooray. everybody in the chat room. Welcome to you, one and all. Uh, Gaz, it's great to have you aboard. Thank you very much. And also, thanks for your great work on the Cubase 8.5 uh, and the MP, uh, the um, God damn it, the circuit review. That's what I was trying to say. Both okay, gone down cool. very well. In fact, circuit is yeah. quite interesting. It's got a new, uh, mm. got a new firmware uh, and uh, a new synth editor, which look quite yes. interesting. I mean, that synth editor is just a Max for Live or a um, Max standalone only so i think it you know. might have been i think it might have just turned up as pvc standalone as well i i, I ah. think darren because darren posted in the comments i'd have to check but okay it might be okay that's cool i mean i think that the circuit uh it's a great unit but i think really this is the thing that's going to sort of really make open it, it up a bit open it up yeah because you know i think if you haven't seen the review or don't know about it i mean it's such a cool unit um but it is a bit frustrating as, uh, you know, um, when when we were playing with it, Nick, you know, we were kind of, oops. Sorry, I just I just saw that in that he's not the Messiah, he's a very naughty boy, which is a classic <laughs> Life of Brian quote. And very, and very true as well. <laughs> I've, been such a, I've been such a naughty boy, actually. I mean, you know, buying that Vimona was one thing. I did actually buy an Erebus the other day as well, which was <gasps> something that I'd been threatening. Oh, you will today. not... You will not. Uh, that came. Uh, that came very. No, it didn't come top. Thank it came quite close to uh, the top in our, our poll. But I can thoroughly it's, recommend. It's so good. It's yeah. such a cool little box. I think in that its raw sound is so pleasing. Absolutely. Yep. Beautiful, pleasing sound. And uh, yeah, yeah, it's great. Although mine is a bit funny with a MIDI, so I don't know if that's something oh, you it? experienced. Yeah, no. yeah. It, it seems to only just trigger a single note for a while, and then suddenly then starts working. So it takes. Oh, a, that's odd. A, yeah, so I'm not I'm sure if it's 100 percent well, but um, but uh, and I've been driving that with the Beatstep Pro, which uh, is something that's turning into a lot of fun, and driving the Vimona with the Beatstep Pro as well, uh, as I think we touched on last week. But um, the Erebus, yeah, I mean it's a lovely thing. I mean when I I went into the store in Bristol, Elevator Sound, it's yeah. really cool. Bristol's got its own little sort of uh synth specialist store now elevator sound well well worth checking out um and just as i was looking at the erebus what should arrive the moog mothers arrived just as i was there and the guy opened the box and cracked them out and i was like "Ooh!" so yeah. you know looking now you looking, made the right choice i think you reckon uh we got yeah, the uh, i got three moog mothers arrived yesterday so I'm afraid there won't be any reviews over Christmas because I'm not working. But there will be, hopefully, before we go to NAMM. That's the plan. They, got, they, they wanted to send three mm-hmm. uh, because they wanted me to put it in the case and it to look sexy and stuff. And I was playing with it yesterday, and it's great fun. But I have to say that from early experimentation, the filter on, on it um, in low-pass mode, as soon as you introduce any resonance, the bass just disappears completely. It's very. It's, it, it, it's not as... Uh, sophisticated a filter as uh, perhaps on other Mo products. Well, that's the thing with the Erebus. The, the, it's incredible, the bottom end, when you turn oh, yeah. the resonance up. The, re- the, the bottom end just, just blooms. It's beautiful. It's, um... did, I, did I mention in the review, I think, that it's the only synth I've ever been, I've ever had the neighbours complain <laughs> while I've been reviewing <laughs> yes, it? Yes, you did. Yeah, uh, I think. Yes. <laughs> yeah. uh, honestly, I, I'm... I, Two-pole I, filters, I, man. Beautiful. I'm sm- Funnily enough, you know, the sledge is something which uh, I've been having a lot of fun with. And I think that 
that the 12 dB filter on the sledge is better than the 24 dB filter, actually. Yeah, I, I love prefer it. it. I love mm. a bit of 12 dB action. Anyway, let's get on. Um, also, <laughs> we have Robbie Bronneman from... Yes, I th- well, let's see. Are you back home? I'm back home, and this I'm very excited. Very excited. Do I see a I large piece of cardboard that might be well, some sort of I, box? When I got home, no, no. When I got home, I've been waiting on this. I bought this little projector that's. I, I had to get from Amazon US. It's a Sony projector, right? High definition projector, and I can use it to, to display Logic. And I and it's so cool because it's like high def, and I've just been watching trailers and stuff with it, but. As you can see, wow! And it wow. projects up to it projects up to a hundred inches. Bloody and as you hell. can see, it's, it's about the size of an iPhone. Wow! So, uh, can you actually use it with Logic? What's the resolution? Is it nineteen yeah. twenty or is it bigger? I've just, I just, I just very quickly tried it, and it, it's a little, it's yeah, it, it is yeah. So I'm, I thought, I thought in a hotel room, if I wanted to do some work, just instead of peering at a little iPod Air, you know, a MacBook Air screen. That would be cool for that. Wow. Does it get very yeah. hot? I notice you're touching the no, edges. It's like, it's like, <laughs> it's totally, no, it doesn't get hot. It hasn't even got a fan in it. Wow. I, yeah. I, I, I'm afraid to ask you how much it was, but I'm going to. £220. Wow. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah, I, I can yeah. see everybody's going to want one of those. That is going to yeah, be gizmo are. of the year it's, there, right it's there. Not, it's, and, and, of course, I've got, my, I've got my lovely Dave Smith Prophet 6 module now. Um, which is, which is I'm, very I'm feeling incredibly under under equipment. I mean, I did get three move mothers, but they're going to be going back fairly soon, I guess. So, damn, what did I buy? I yeah. know oh, I bought this. I bought a 15 pound multimeter from, from the local tool shop. That's the, that's my. What else did I get? Uh, no, that's it really. I'm afraid I don't have anything else exciting. <laughs> what else did I buy? Uh, I bought a few things for my Raspberry Pi, but that's about it. And uh, I'm trying to get it work. Anyway, Mark Tinley is also here. Mark Tinley, uh, man of mystery. I'm afraid I didn't get your lower third. You're a, a slightly late addition, so I hope you're, <laughs> you'll forgive my, your not anonymity. Although you would never be an, an, a non-anonymous. Have you cut all your hair off? No. Oh. <laughs> okay. Oh, I'm you've gone mo. You've gone for. Go, oh no, it's not got enough gel in it. I'm going all psychobilly. So I've. Uh, I've I removed it from the sides and back, but I could do this massive, great big quiff. I was thinking about having a pink quiff, actually. Yeah, you could, do it. Do it. You could do, do it. it, and you could do a shampoo <laughs> horn. You could do a shampoo horn as well, can't you? When you wash your hair. I was inspired because um, I've still been doing this VHS video ingest thing from the eighties, uh, and I was rather inspired by uh, King Kurt. Oh yes, were, I remember. Come on, boys. I remember them. <laughs> I, I had yeah, a friend. That... A friend of mine was the guitarist in King Kurt for a while. Oh, really? Yeah. I, well, maybe he's the guy with the best hair. Actually, um, I mean, one of them just has this huge kind of quiff. Coming yeah, he did have a pretty huge quiff. Like, he was called Jazz. Yeah. I remember. Oh, was he? Yeah, <laughs> great guitarist as well. And I do remember he was in King Kurt. Mark Tinley, pleased to have you aboard. It's a pleasure to have you all. Happy Christmas to you all, and all of those things. I suppose we should probably uh, get on with some topics, although we don't have to. This is frankly fairly. Look, why don't we? Why don't we start with something really Christmassy? How about that? You ready? Okay, do it. I wonder if we get busted for this. <laughs> Bear with it. (laughs) 
heard underneath the mistletoe there, definitely. when the beat comes in. Ready? I won't subject you to too much more of that because it's oh. a really fascinating because it is a friend of ours who works for BuzzFeed found this and this is a uh, this is somebody basically took the mp3 of the uh, Christmas classic by Maria Carey and I actually thought that she didn't write that I thought that was a Ronettes or something but she, yes. she it was her original which is fair yeah. play um, 1994 I think, yeah turned it? turned it into uh, an mp3 I guess an FFT kind of mp3 which was then played uh, via uh, uh, on sort of piano midi file so it's a kind of cross between the black midi thing but also the uh, uh i don't know what else that's the, the talking piano kind of thing that we did before and what's really interesting about this if, you, if you've heard the song before and you you can bear to listen all the way through you can definitely or at least i could definitely mm. hear the occasional snippet of her actual vocal articulation like the sound of the words which is a really interesting phenomena and mm. uh, it, it, this story went absolutely massive i mean oddly surprising because it came from buzzfeed who are the actual sort of uh, the, uh, the, the the geniuses at those sort of stories and uh, very kindly passed it on to us, which uh, we also hanged on the tailcoats of that. But really interesting phenomena. And I just wondered, um, so first quick poll. Robbie, did you hear that? Did you hear the vocal in there? I did. I, I, I must admit, I, I need to listen to it again. It's, I don't know if it's because really? I know that. <laughs> I, well, I'm, I'd have to listen to it again. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's because I'm anticipating, because I just subliminally I know that song in my head. Yeah, that, I don't well, know whether that's tricking me that I'm hearing the hearing the occasional. It's funny you should say that, and I'll bring. I will come on to that in a second. Okay, Ty, did you hear any vocal articulations? I did hear vocal articulations, and I did hear some words, but. Uh, that was kind of mixed in with me really wanting to go and stick my head in the oven because that seemed like a better prospect than listening to. <laughs> it seems to generate that kind of result reaction from people. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, it does sound. It just sounds like. I mean, I don't drink. I'm teetotal, and it sounds like if I did have a few drinks and just sat at a pub piano and just played, it with would your, sound very with your, similar with your to forearms. That. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, you're you're absolutely right. You can hear it, and I I think I've got an idea why. Oh ah, yes, I well, I, I we'll come to that. We'll come to that too. We'll come to that. Gaz, yes or no? Well, I I have blasted it at the party actually. <laughs> oh you know, oh, no, you're not DJing at this party, are you? No wonder they've locked you haven't left the party for the podcast. They've locked you in a room to keep you away from the decks. It's a little bit Gaz's party. <laughs> I kill. Um, but uh, um, it it I right when you. In the end part of the song, because yes, I listened to the whole thing. Um, oh, you can hear, you can definitely hear the vocals coming in, like the backing. Vo- uh, it's like the kind of vote. I don't know if it's like a backing vocal bit, but like the baby bit towards the end, like the ooh baby thing. You can really hear that. I think that's one of the. That's the clearest part where I thought I could really right. hear the articulation uh, kind of coming through. I would say it's yeah. <laughs> if you can bear to listen to it all, actually. I found it strangely pleasing to listen to. Really? <laughs> oh, <goodness>. um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I am. Um, 
in a party, <laughs> a party slowly descending. Sure. Yeah, but um, <laughs> uh, but but honestly, I think it's such a great song. I love it. If that makes me, uh, I don't know. I just think it's it's it, it gets me. Yeah, it, it gives me that thing that you know. It there is a little. This is a mini, tiny little rant. You know. X Factor in Britain has killed the Christmas song. You know, we don't have Christmas uh, yeah, songs anymore. Oh, yeah, we have anymore. bloody four, four entries, don't we? Because well, we have we the don't... X Factor dominates the charts. So Christmas songs have kind of gone, you know, they just we just don't okay. get them anymore. Or if they release, they just don't make any impact because uh, they're stinking, stinking, shitty X Factor kind no, of. No, that's not but true, has, though. I... This year's not true because the two, the two forerunners, the two forerunners for Christmas number one, that are within 600 units of each other, I just heard on the radio, is Justin Bieber and this, this community choir who've done a Christmas song. I don't oh, know what okay. it is. Okay, all right, yeah, fantastic. So, so I, I immediately thought, great, it means that the X Factor isn't going to dominate the number one spot this year. Ah, okay. Well, before we get too far into it, um, Mark, did you hear anything? Vocal-wise? Um Ah, well, it depends what you mean by did I hear anything, because... Well, I don't um, know. It's a, it's a fairly straightforward question. <laughs> in <laughs> I, the experience of being... OK, so I'm going to go all woo-woo on you, but in the experience of being Mark, there was a perception that Mariah Carey's voice was somewhere in the middle of that noise. Yeah. That's so, a, yes. And that's, that's, the, so, that's yes, the idea. That's it was the, as if she was there. It's and interesting. quite a lot of it, actually. That's yeah no that's really interesting and, and well here's expecting. here's the science apparently um, it's something called top down processing where I mean if you had never heard that song before then you wouldn't hear it because you know it and there is a no. certain amount of it residually in your subconscious your brain tries to fill yeah. in the gaps and recognizes oh look there it is yeah. and so therefore the perception of it is greater and you get the same thing with um, there's a whole load of things about color processing where you saw a black and white picture. And then you were shown uh, a, a, a version of the picture with a, a, a strong colour field, and then it flipped back, and suddenly the picture actually looks like it's colour. And it's a very similar kind of principle, whereby your brain will fool itself into thinking it can hear the hear the stuff that's that's arti- that is articulated there, because obviously the the way that that MIDI file was done was would seem to be frequency based rather than just carrying the tune. So it's we, we did hear that there was a talking piano, a German talking piano, which was very distinct before mm-hmm. but it was only trying speech it wasn't trying to carry the tune at the same time so so there have you when i have you go mark i was gonna say have you ever bought a second-hand car this is the it, yes it's the many same times. phenomena mostly <laughs> mostly <laughs> in fact we, we create like an internal mental simulation of our external world so uh, and in the case of the eyes 90 percent of the the, the uh uh neuro uh, trans, what's it called? You know, the little. Mm. I'm going to call them little wires because I can't think of the word. that'll do. Synapses. Yeah, those things. Ninety percent of those come out of the eye and go direct into memory, and only ten percent come up into what we, the visual cortex. That's what I'm thinking of. So most of what we see is a mental simulation of what's actually there in the world. So when you go to buy a new car, you're so overwhelmed with all of the information being presented to you that you miss. Nearly all of the faults when you're buying, <laughs> sorry, a second-hand car. Once you've owned the car for a week, you just start noticing stuff, and you just think, oh, "I didn't know that. Notice that scratch was there." And and eventually, as your brain owns the car, or as you own the car for long enough, your brain will start to create a true 
mental picture okay. of that car and you'll just start to find like loads of things wrong with it a perfect um, example of what we're talking about then so it's I the, it's the same phenomena yeah so, uh, <laughs> robbie you were going to come in there what was no, the... i was just going to say something very frivolous. whenever i hear these things or these black midi things I, I think i've told the story on this show before i won't say it again it just reminds me of the time i broke my uncle's pianola playing the william tell overture too fast <laughs> 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 just pumped it Over, for all it was overclocked it the thing is, is, it seems to me like it seems like a very, uh, a very acoustic stroke, organic stroke, real version of resynthesis in a really, do you know what I mean? It's like if you, it's almost the same kind of concept as resynthesis where you, you know, uh, and, or okay. like additive synthesis where everything gets stripped down into essentially sine waves and harmonics. It's a similar kind of concept, I guess. And then when they move in real time, uh, you get resynthesis, and uh, all this really is is using the you know kind of the piano sound, switch the piano yeah, notes as a, a very rough, very rough I kind suppose, of resynthesis. I, you're absolutely right. I suppose a more accurate headline would have been uh, Maria Carey resynthesized. But I thought Maria Carey, what the hell are you doing in my MIDI file? Was more eye catching. So I think it's more accurate, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, just but going I back think, to you. Just, sorry. Carry on. No, I was going to say, I think what we need to kind of uh, differentiate here is what Gaz was saying about the actual song itself. I mean, I, you know, I cannot stand Mariah Carey, but um, as a Christmas song, I'm well up for Christmas songs. I love Christmas songs and um, sorely miss them, really miss them. And uh, as Christmas songs go, I have to say it's up there. I don't I don't like a woman. I don't like a voice, but it's a great it's a fantastic Christmas song. Yeah, no, she's done a good job. And one she can presumably retire on, which is all of us. We've (laughs) talked we have talked about this topic before is like all we want for Christmas is actually a Christmas song that we wrote, which would be the way to go, wouldn't it? Can I just one one thing that's very topical on that is um, I was at a festival in the summer and um, uh, what are they called? Banana Armour were there. And obviously one of Banana Armour's married to Andrew Ridgely from Wham. Oh. And he was he was saying how a couple of years ago George Michael, as a Christmas really? present, signed him over the rights to um, Last Christmas. Wow. What? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that is a hell of a present, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So that is, that is all you want for Christmas Jesus. is a Christmas song, and one of them like that. I'll have them yeah. after he's finished with them, definitely. <laughs> Uh, I, I, I was going to tell you about my uh, second-hand car story, which was uh, when I was uh, in my younger days, I decided I was going to go to a car auction. And I, went, I, I got the train to Westbury, which is uh, 30, 40 miles away. And I saw this car, and it was a bit like somebody you know that I knew had one. I knew, oh, yeah, that's all right. And I saw it, and I had to bid on it there and then. So I bid on it. And I remember, I, I can't remember what it was, 200 quid or something, which well, back then was a bit more than it is now. So not very much. You know? <laughs> I, the question would have been, have you ever bought a new car? The answer is no. But anyway, so I saw this car and I went up to it and it looked great. And then I turned around, I went around the other side. And on the other side of it was the whole of it was just stove in. And I just, I was there going to think, oh my God, what have I done? It won't even go on the road. I can't get it home. What am I going to do? And I was walking around for ages thinking, oh, that's the end. Of, you know, that's just it. I'm, I'm ruined. And um, I went up to, to, to kind of like deal with it. They said, actually, um, it didn't reach its reserve price. Uh, they're not selling it. It was like, oh, oh wow. <laughs> thank God for that. <laughs> that was, if that had been Christmas, that would have been a really good Christmas present. But anyway, that's pretty relevant to, um, to the topic, apart from Brilliant. just linking it in together. So anyway, yeah, Maria Carey, uh, actually, the, the user was called For, Formal, Formal de Harry, de Harry. 
uh, and um, you can you can check. There's a story of it on the site, so I'll check that out. Uh, and oh, well, while we're on the topic of, uh, of of topical, did anyone see these these um, microphones that had been Star Wars eyesed by uh, Blue? Look at that R two D two mic there, and there's a sort of C three PO. I thought they were rather yeah, lovely. Brilliant, brilliant. It's a great idea. Oh, look at that. And I don't, that little droid thing, that's the blue ball, I guess. Or, no, BB, that's, BB-8. BB-8. I've not seen Has anyone seen uh, Has anyone seen Star Wars yet? Gaz. No, you have? Yeah. Good? Yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's really good. I, it's a really... Is it really? Yeah, really enjoyed it. Oh, I'm yeah. glad to hear that. Well, well worth seeing. Well worth seeing. I will, I, I'm still smarting yeah. from Jar Jar Binks, where I just never want oh, to see another this, Lucas film I in was, my life. I was worried that BB-8 was going to be a bit of a Jar Jar Binks, you know, just in there for the kids. But um, I love him. Uh, well, in, him, it, whatever it is. It. But yeah, he just ah, oh, it's a love affair. I think beginning really. BB-8. Really? It's, yeah. Do you think special. the ro- do you think the roses will sway it? Do you think it'll probably uh, <laughs> you're going to be a knock on the door Christmas morning and it'll, de- it'll be DB8 for you? Is it BB8 or DB8? Oh, BB8. Should be yeah. Should be really DV8. That would be even slightly more subversive, <laughs> wouldn't it? But do you want to know yeah. my Star Wars um, story? Oh so yeah. If you haven't, oh, if you haven't seen Star Wars and and you've got reservations. Don't. It's super. It's okay, really, really I, I will say it. And uh, we have Mr. Ty Unwin uh, coming in with a Star Wars anecdote. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a Star Wars anecdote only because it's related to music as well. Oh, which even is, better. In the summer, Hewlett uh, Packard, I, I've done some adverts for Hewlett Packard uh, in, in America, and they kind of got in touch about, uh, they were bringing out a new uh, laptop that was a themed laptop, and... Um, they couldn't tell me what the film was going to be, but they said it's to a big film and, and you know, was I available? So I had to sign all these NDAs before I found out what what it was. And it ended up, um, it was for Star Wars, Ooh. which was great. So it's a, it was a good advert. So I saw, I saw a lot of the footage uh, of the late summer for this, for the film. But uh, it, they wanted to, to incorporate uh, the sound design aspects as well. So they actually sent me a folder with all of the um, sound effects from the film. Ah, wow. And I had, to, I had to sift through all these Oh, what a tedious These chore. sound effects. <laughs> yeah, well, I know, but the thing is, I'm not really, I have to be honest, I'm not really a Star Wars fan. Oh, so oh that's I'm unfortunate. Sure, I know, I'm sure that some people would be really excited about this. So I just had this folder full of gigs and gigs of sound effects and sound design and, and this kind of thing, having to sift through them and... Um, incorporate them in but all the time i was going through them thinking this really isn't turning me on at all but i'm sure that someone would get very excited about hearing the sound of a x-wing fighter or millennium falcon going past and you know yeah. 79 different versions of and whatever <laughs> mark but, you've that's a what are you going to do did you use them did you actually find enough to kind of to, to connect you with? know i yeah, I didn't. I didn't use a huge amount. To be fair, I didn't uh, use a huge amount because I was too busy. Right, it had to be big and epic. And the nice thing about it was, is that they wanted it to kind of be a bit Star Wars esque, but not Star Wars. But because it was all getting approved through Disney and Lucas Films, it meant that I could kind of do whatever really, and they would they wouldn't go on until they approved it. So, did you, okay, it right. Good. So, I'm thinking in my mind, you must have smothered it in synthesizers. And I didn't. Did you smother it in any synthesizer at all? What's the Star yes. Wars? What's okay? What's the what's your best Star Wars synth then? Uh, I actually use quite a lot of the Voyager XL. Ah, actually, okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, it, it was all country fair. It was very. That's good. It it's got a space, space theme. I like it. Voyager. Yeah, got. Yeah, Voyager. Got, exa- yeah, yeah. I, that was. I only chose whichever since I had a vo- uh, had a space themed name. Anything so, else? <laughs> so you have Jupiter's uh, and Voyager. Yeah, they That's were it. allowed. Andromeda. Yeah. I suppose you could have had. I could if I had one, but I, you know. Um, oh, there's your there's your problem right there. What? What? Sorry. <laughs> so, like a, sorry. Was that tie without a, uh, without a <laughs> landmark synthesizer? I can't believe. I feel that. like I've let you. You are. So, you must be feeling so oh, inadequate oh, right now. I'm sorry, everyone. I'm going. Sorry, <laughs> I've let you all down. Uh, <laughs> Mark, 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 save us. Save, you must have been see Star Wars. You've got a boy of a certain age. He must have been all over this, right? He's just absolutely not interested in it. Ah. Doctor Who or um, or Sherlock. And he likes anything written by Mark Gattis. And I think Mark Gattis might be his hero. So uh, I, I can see a future round of League of Gentlemen coming our way soon. But he's only 10, so it might be a bit... Yeah, it's a bit, just a bit weird. A bit too um, weird. Although Sherlock is really dark and weird in places. And actually Doctor Who's got darker and weirder now they're putting it on after the watershed so although he's still watching it but um uh, no star wars people keep asking me if i if i'm gonna go and see it and i'm it's all a bit i mean i i saw the first one when i was very young uh in weymouth and me and my brother adam were the only people in the whole place and it was when it kind of first came out yeah and so. everybody thought it was going to be it was going to skip yeah, it, was, it nearly did so that was kind of weird and but, frankly it um, should have it was a shocker really but oh, the uh, first time was though well that yeah okay <laughs> i just look, gas. what what, what? How could look I, um i suppose really uh i should say those blue mics aren't for sale they've just been made you know, for for a bit of fun, for obviously uh, maybe it was a Mufti day or a special project day at Blue Microphones. In fact, if you look, if you, if you actually if you look at the uh, the R two D two one, you can see it's like looks like blue felt it. Yeah, it does, kind of, doesn't it? It's, it's yeah. Sharpie. They didn't quite <laughs> yeah, they didn't not. quite get that edge square, did they? It sort of yeah. I'm the not... cutest thing about the cutest thing about this the valve. The valve, yeah. Oh yeah, that's at the bottom, isn't it? That's that is very cute. Let's Do you know the the the. The thing that I thought was, when I looked at the C-3PO one, you know it's got the two kind of uh, rivets right in the middle of the grill. I, I'm so stupid, I looked at it. Yeah, if you go up it, yeah. And I was thinking, that's got to affect the sound. <laughs> that's the first thing. <laughs> I think got to affect the sound. I think you're probably right there. Anyway, this feels like a good moment to perhaps uh, have a word from our sponsor, because as we know, it's been a year. And Isotope have been a great supporter of the show, and it's much appreciated. So let's let's hear it for Isotope. Now I've got an ad here. Let's see if I can get it to work. Because as is traditional, it doesn't play until I press the button a few times. And today is that no different. There we go. Ozone Seven. They didn't get produce them. rich, full, professional-sounding tracks with the critically acclaimed mastering tools in Ozone and Ozone Advanced. Now, the latest Isotope innovations in Ozone 7 bring modern and vintage processing to the forefront of the music production experience. Updated for Ozone 7, Ozone's highly regarded maximizer features a brand new frequency-specific IRC4 algorithm that delivers transparent mixes with less pumping and distortion. Use it to smooth out an unwieldy mix or tame the kick drum peaks without affecting the vocals. The Dynamic EQ, 
now in both the advanced and standard versions of Ozone, lives and breathes with your audio, giving you more effective control over your sound without coloring your entire mix. Harness the precision of an equalizer and the musical ballistics of a compressor in one integrated processor. Indeed you can. I've just listened to that again. There's a really nice little bass uh, riff underneath that last section. But anyway, Isotope Ozone 7, if you're into mastering and you need to maximize or you just want to process dynamic EQ, all sorts of stuff, uh, isotope.com forward slash Ozone 7. And of course, uh, we ran a competition last week uh, and the winner of the comp said competition uh, can be announced right now. And then afterwards, we will be announcing the new competition. So last week, we asked you to tweet uh, dynamic EQ and Ozone 7 hashtags to... Uh, uh, at Sonic State, not at Isotope Inc. At Isotope Inc. If I can get my words out, I haven't even been drinking yet. Um, at Peak Fiddler is the chap or chapess who won it. Uh, he said, uh, "Really good bit of variety in this week's show. That was last week. Looking forward to watching Gaz's electronic drum demo, which has not been forthcoming just yet, but I'm sure ah. he's working on it. So, uh, congratulations, Peak Fiddler, for the win. And of course, uh, this competition is going to run for a couple of weeks because we're taking a week off. So, if you want to uh, enter with a chance to win Ozone Seven over Christmas, the hashtag for Christmas. I thought it'd be Christmassy, and the hashtag Ozone." Seven at two at Sonic State and at Isotope Inc. For those of you listening on the audio, I'll repeat that the hashtag for Christmas, one word, and the hashtag Ozone Seven that's Ozone and the number seven as one word to at Sonic State and at Isotope Inc. will enter you into the compo. And once again, thanks, uh, folks, <clears throat> for the uh, sponsorship. Very much appreciated. Yeah, it'll change your life. Ozone Seven, enter the competition. It, yeah, cha look, it changed Gaz's life. Amazing. It is. <laughs> 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 Actually, just talking about electronic drums, yeah. can I just say that the... Do you remember a few uh, couple of months ago we looked at the Mandela, the um, V3, the drum pads? Mm. Do you remember? And, oh, um, yes. Did you get them? Which were amazing. And so I ordered those, and they never got anywhere near their oh, uh, oh. required amount. That's, well, like that's, that's a shame. Well, sure. I think they only made like $40,000 or something. So What were they uh, looking for? What was it? Uh, it was, it was like quite a, very... a lot, actually. Ah, okay. It was a lot. It was quite a lot, but um, yeah, they never even got they never even got near it. I oh, mean, I think it's is... like. So I'm not. Was that the I can't say that why had I'm like four hundred thousand samples for each drum. Or yeah, well, it, you could do. Yeah, I mean, it was. It, uh, that's a real shame because it did look very promising, didn't it? But never mind. It looked, it, made... it looked amazing. So I'm hoping that one way and another, they will still make it to market, but just in a different form or oh. you know whatever but uh that very is, annoying that is a shame and actually can i just point out something as well why we're at it one issue with the whole indiegogo system is when we're doing the um conf uh, currency conversion this is the third thing that i've ordered now that hasn't uh made it and so they take your money and then depending on the currency exchange when ah. they then pay your money back the dollar being very uh, strong at the moment. Yeah. How much did you can make? kind of lose you, you can, can lose quite a lot of money. So I've oh, I lost quite a bit on this. The one I really made, what I else? ordered one of the you know the, you know one of the new um one of the Oh god, what was it? Robbie, Syntax. help me. What was Syntax. Yeah, the Syntax. So I ordered yeah. I ordered one of those earlier on in the year and that never made it. Oh that's and I lost a good few hundred pounds. On the conversion. We're not talking yeah, not one or two hundred pounds. I lost a lot more than that. Wow. Just on when that it money. didn't make it, they convert. Yeah. Oh, that's a so. Yeah, watch out, so folks. Just, that's it. Just, just be careful if you're going to a cautionary tale. Yes. 
Sorry, carry on. Uh, I, well, yes, over. hold on. Uh, hello to Hiltonius in the chat room. Rich Hilton there. Happy Christmas yeah. to you, mate. Obviously, we have a limited uh, number of people that we get on the panel, but we want to say hi to Rich Hilton in the chat room. Always good to have you, even even at a slight distance as it is now. I, but uh, anyway, who was I that? I can capitulate to Rich. No, no. So, well, I, I, I think he will. I don't know if he's available or not. But uh, and to be honest, he said in email earlier on that he was just going to come on the chat room okay. and uh, and and listen to our witty banter. Why do you he want said, to get back to your party he then, said, Dan? <laughs> <and Zami. laughs> I will happily just follow along in the chat room. Okay, well that's all right. Okay, well, <laughs> and happy season, Christmas. Season's great, and and to him. Uh, so, Gaz, uh, are you being hassled to go back and DJ? They can't get enough of your no, Maria no, Carey. no, no. I I think I am now locked <laughs> in this room. You are, <laughs> they realised it was you that put in. that MP3 on. Right, let's get on. Uh, I think we've got a couple more topics. Um, yeah. But Ty, you could buy one of these. And do th- this kind of thing. Actually, this is quite interesting. It's uh, it's called it's Misa Digital and it's NSC32, Australian company, I believe. And the concept is obviously a massive 32 by is it 32 by 32? I think it might be. That's almost good life, isn't it? Not it is, quite. Yeah. That's exactly what I heard. Anyway, there's, there's loads of this kind of demo. I mean, it, it's not a most fascinating demo, but it's lots of blinky lights. And uh, it's quite an interesting idea. I mean, it's a very big kind of... It's, it, it takes the grid sequencer to a, a whole new level. Um, and we have another a little topic about this as well, which Gaz introduced. I know, Robbie, are you interested in this kind of thing? It would look good oh. on stage, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, I do like these things. But, I mean, you have to... I mean, I was chatting to Gaz. I went around his house the other day, and we were talking about this, and... Something so big like that, um, you're going to have to really, and there's obviously no, there's no legending at all. So you've just got yeah. to yeah. orientate yourself with that and use it in a live situation. I'm sure you can do it, and I'm sure people will do it, but you've got to put a, quite a lot in, I think, uh, yeah, to really kind of, without yeah. making a serious, serious sort of Les Dawson cock up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, just one move and the whole thing's on TikTok, hasn't it? I mean, really, literally. But, I mean, yeah, I like it. I think it's great. I mean, it's. I don't think it's. I don't think it's tremendously crazy money at twelve hundred dollars. No, I didn't for think so either. That, that kind of size, and it looks like it's very well made. So I reckon. It, I reckon it will find its place on stage with some people. Yeah, Definitely. I think it could do, uh, and it's an interesting idea. I just wonder if there's any. Uh, my, uh, no, um, Mark, are you a kind of? You're not. You're not really step sequence. So you go for more real time stuff, I'm don't not. you? No. No, but I'm getting into this launch pad thing. That looks like it's eight launch pads all glued together, doesn't it? It's kind of similar-ish, yeah. Think, but actually, you could eight. buy. You could. Could you buy eight launch pads? Yeah, small but launch pad That's S's. You could buy for that mm. price, much less I mean, than that price. Uh, yeah. Why? Uh, does it operate completely standalone? Then is that what they're saying? Because. Well, it's got, uh, if we look here, it has. Or do got, I have to plug it in a computer? Because if got, I have no, to plug got, it in a it's computer. It's got MIDI outs, hasn't it? Right, so it's completely standalone. Can be by the looks of it. I, I, I should have probably found out. Uh, oh, it connects to. Uh, it makes no sound of it. It connects to a synthesizer, sampler, door via MIDI or USB. Uh, yeah. So you could. You've got choice. Yeah, I think I'll stick with my laptop. Thank yeah. You. Well, that's fair enough. I think thank, that's fair enough. Thank you for making it. It looks interesting. Tie. <laughs> I think you know. I think for the right people, I think there's. I think there's a lot of people that will love this, and um, 
I think it's great. I, th- I mean, it's not for me. I think it's uh, if you're going to if you're going to go into step sequencing, it's a kind of ultimate step sequencer. But I think the fact that three of us have more or less said exactly the same thing, yeah. which is you need to be that person. Got, when you've got no legend, you know, there's no labeling. You've got to you've got to really learn it. And as Robbie said, you know, the the chances of absolutely screwing up just by pressing the wrong button is uh, legion. Nah. I mean, it's, it's yeah, it's just not for me. I mean, but you know, for for the kind of person that loves step sequencing and and they want the kind of ultimate step sequencer, and yeah. and more to the point, is willing to really dedicate a lot of time to really learn it as an instrument. Then it's fantastic. I'm definitely not You're that not person. That person. Uh, I mean, six, <laughs> it does six sequences uh, simultaneously, and you can store. Uh, I thought I saw something in it. I know, Gaz, is something that you would. Uh, I mean, you know, you've just bought a BeatStep Pro, which is obviously a, 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 it is a similar concept in certain terms of three sequences on top of each other. You know, using pads, but obviously, you know, more labelled and, and easier to learn, probably. Mm. Yeah, it's interesting. The first thing it made me think of actually was Eigenhart. You know, with that idea of lots and lots of buttons and no legending. Um, uh, and I mean, I think this thing is, if you had one in front of you, I think is it's quite an awesome thing. Um, yeah. But, the other, well, it, you know, and, and if you invest that sort of money in a piece of hardware, you're going to want to make it work for you. So you can, <laughs> I think <laughs> Rich is well, just clarifying for us in the chat room that it's huge. <laughs> <laughs> it certainly is, Rich. That's true. But I'm guessing those sort of that, I mean, the thing is with something that size and that you know if you had an iPad Pro you could get yeah you know a, a well, similar amount of things. Kind of that does sort of lead on to this other topic that I hope we're going to discuss in a moment. But um, I was thinking though, if 2015 is going to be re- remembered in the music tech world as anything, it's definitely going to be the year of the hardware step sequencer. I mean, we amongst have seen, the, yeah, amongst other things. I think you're right. Yeah, you know, the engine, the BeatStep Pro. The um, the squap, I like saying that the squap pyramid, and this SQ1. you know uh, yeah, SQ one. Yeah, I think true. that's this year. So I mean, you know, it's it's it definitely interesting that this step sequencer trend is something that's you know become such a physical. You know, it's turned into this uh, you know, all these different physical uh, versions of it. Um, but you do kind of wonder whether, say, an iPad and certainly an iPad Pro whether you could achieve essentially the same things. I mean, there is, what is there, six sliders on there? So there is some tactile sort of sliders, but the actual... Yeah, six. Button, the button stuff, a touchpad can kind of do that. Yeah, I suppose the tactile... You wouldn't... But it's the same because, I mean, I've got... Because I've got a real... I've actually just bought an iPad Pro, actually, which was... um, uh, It's not as big as I thought it was going to be, to be fair. I know I should just know by size but i'm a man so we always think that things are bigger than they actually are so um but anyway uh yeah it wasn't quite as impressive size wise um but, it, but it's a bit like i've got a tenorion and then i've got the tenorion on the ipad and the difference it's look it's the yeah. same old thing that we keep coming back to again and again and again and again which is there's a, a physicality about something you know hardware mm-hmm. and so the Tenorion on my iPad is very much feels very much like a plaything because it feels you know it doesn't work as well as a touch device as it does as a with those little buttons on the actual physical Tenorion yeah. and I I imagine this will be the same. You're Gaz, you're exactly right. You could probably get with an iPad Pro, you could get 
a similar kind of setup to this and similar mm. kind of concept, but it, it'll never feel the same as actually having a big lump of Stuff. wood or but, plastic yeah, or metal. And, or and, but there is this there is this thing though. If you were to buy it and invest into it, you know the time you're going to spend or should spend if you do that is, you know, you're going to you're going to want to make it work, you know. And uh, I guess you could put little pieces of. I don't know, little stickers or little things onto it just to yeah. give you a few well, it visual looks like kind of. I'd imagine I always put stickers on things. So do I. I'm a very much a stickers on uh, things kind of guy. Look. Now, one of the can things. I just say. Yeah, can I just say now I want you to go to Robbie's face just at the thought of Robbie putting stickers on things. So let's just go to Robbie's <laughs> face now. How does he not like stickers putting on stickers things, on Robbie? things? I'm 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 all right with stickers on things if it's been done properly on a nice little Dymo machine or something. <laughs> look, I've done it properly. Let's <laughs> have a look. I, 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 I always done Yeah, you're the same as me, Mark. When I helped put together the rig for the Thompson Twins tour last year, a certain keyboard player called Angie Pollock. Oh, who yeah. also, She's a big oh, sticker fiend. Know, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she is. <laughs> on the first day of rehearsal, she promptly got all these bits of gaffer tape and all sorts of crap and these lovely rig that was all set up lovely. She just put all this tape over all the keys and all over the yeah, panel. I know that one. I, I was having kittens going, this has just ruined all the... <laughs> Anyway, yeah. Yeah. I, well, can I just step this... in then and go, it's me that's got the problem because I can honestly say I've never, ever stuck a sticker ever on any bit of gear I've ever, <laughs> ever, You know ever how to get them owned, off, don't you? And I'd never... What, what, how do you WD do that? WD-40. WD-40 is the best way to remove all that Ooh. stuff. Airplane, can I just say, the time you always come totally when it fails you is when you pull all your studio apart yeah. and then you, to, for whatever reason, do a rewire. And if you haven't put stickers on your power supplies... Yes! Right. All power supplies, and if they aren't actually branded ones for the gear... Yeah. I, I will... Yeah, very, I'm stickers on power advice. supplies as well. Yeah, right here, we get lots of power supplies in, as you can imagine, for all sorts of things. And I've got a massive bucket of them. And every time I identify them, I stick a bit of tape on and write on it. And now I write, as soon as anything comes in, I write on the yeah. power supply, because otherwise it will just get assimilated. Yeah, um, exactly. Well, I was going to say, one of the things I liked about the uh, Novation circuit was, um, say you went to sort of um, the tempo, it, it uses the kind of pads to display the mm. tempo. It lights up the tempo. And I was thinking with this this thing, you know, the resolution you could actually get in terms of um, displaying text and various things. You could have song lyrics. <laughs> you probably, yeah, you could. Uh, so uh, I w I'm wondering whether a certain amount of the the, the lack of labelling could be um, addressed by. It could be. It doesn't action. seem to. It doesn't seem to have though. Does it? There's no demonstration. No. If you've gone we to all that trouble, that. you probably show it in the demo. I don't, I don't understand why all the other products they make have massive, great big screens in the middle of them. Their Tribase and their Katara have all got screens. So ah. why can't they have a screen on this? Somewhere? Oh, that's maybe yeah. Well, I guess what would that be? That would be a 32 by 32. Uh, anybody? Uh, 32 times 32 is uh, quite a lot. Uh, three threes, uh, nine, uh, not, uh, yeah. 1,024. 1, 1,000. Yeah. Uh, that on. could be completely wrong. I'm going to, how many has it got? That's a resolution of, let me see, right, 32 by 32. Gosh, no. 
equal. Oh no, no, that's not it. Thirty-two that's not right. by thirty-two equals. Yeah, thousand twenty-four. Oh, Ty, Ty gets the Sonic Talk Maths <laughs> Challenge. Um... And they say that musicians are not good mathematicians. There we go. Good word, there, Ty. I, the, yeah. So a thousand and twenty-four resolution screen, I suppose, effectively is what you're talking about. Anyway, let's uh, let's move on because there's another video. Much the same. Well, this is one that Gaz wanted to talk about. I didn't put it in the show notes, so you'll be at a slight disadvantage, probably. This again is a uh, it's an iPad based sequencer. It's very uh, industrial electro kind of vibe. Yeah, let's see the bloody thing. <laughs> this, this is what it looks like because they finally got around to showing it. Well, you could do all of this stuff in it. This on the iPad, yeah. All right. Hold on. I'm sorry, that demo's kind of blown it a little bit. So, Gaz, <laughs> you've mm. got you've got uh, 60 seconds. 60 seconds. <laughs> no, you okay. Um, this, I think, is probably one of the most exciting releases on the iPad in many times. I think, you know, where we've had really good MIDI sequences. Genome is a really good one on the iPad. But this one actually takes so many elements and all puts it all in one place. In one place, you can kind of sequence all your, uh, all your apps inside your iPad. But also, it's really, really good. Plays really well with all your hardware sequences. So, for instance, this is superb if you want to kind of do polyphonic sequencing and you kind of have it connected to all sorts of stuff. You can kind of have all sorts of scales and chords and everything that you can play from it. Uh, multiple channels. Um, you know, there's also built in a sequencer and a sampler. And you can kind of bring there's also lots of templates there's a template editor and in the template editor it's got all the Vulcans for instance and all the Vulcans are all got all the MIDI facilities mapped to it so if you want to sequence your Vulcans you can do that with it um, it kind of mixes all this idea of kind of in- internal stuff external stuff all in one place it's kind of Ableton Live on an iPad oh my <laughs> can I just say Gaz Gaz that was all very good do you do the voiceovers at the end of radio adverts that say your home is unless you is that you I, really quick? That was awesome. That was awesome. That was amazing. No, I really do think this is a really cool. I've been waiting for this for um, quite a long time. I think uh, I saw it first on Create Digital Music back in February. I think it was. So I've been really excited about it, and because it's it's uh, it's by the people who made Touchable, and uh, uh, I, I go on so familiar, and on right? and on yeah, yeah, about yeah. Touchable. It's so good. It's interesting, though, isn't it? Because, I mean, ultimately, a a sequencer on the iPad, proper one, makes the most sense because it's not doing all that much. It's not going to tax the the CPU. You could do lots and lots. And the thing that's good, there's one thing that I would like to say about this is it is, uh, where's my notes? I did write this down. It'll work on iOS 5 up. 5 1 work. And it works, crucially, on an iPad 1. Yeah. It only works for MIDI. On an iPad one, but really, I mean, that's what I'm interested in, really, as a MIDI sequencer. But, um, you know, so if you've got that iPad one doing, you know, looking for that killer app to sort of, you know, give, give it a, a second life, you know, 20 this, bucks. I think it's the one. Yeah. Mm, it's, it's fantastic. It's so cool. That is nifty. I know, Mark, you've, you've got an iPad, so you probably could use this. I'm, I'm not sure if anybody else is, as we've talked about other sequencers, is probably not so interested in step sequencing. How about how about it? I like step sequencing. Um, will I use it? Uh, I don't know. I'm, I haven't used my iPad for music for a while. It seems to have been relegated to eBay at the moment, my iPad. But maybe Just, if this uh, runs on earlier iPad, because I've yeah. got the first iPad mini. Um, it's, uh, I don't know. I think I might buy one of those, uh, the Connect things, the iConnect 4 
thing uh, the the audio interface and right. then I'll have an audio interface on the iPad and maybe it will get integrated back in uh, but I've gone I've gone very into the world of the launch pad at the moment oh, and well, I'm really good. enjoying something that something to so, explore yeah. yes so I don't know I mean as we know I mean is it, but but it does make a certain amount of sense because I mean my iPad is purely used for switching this lot mostly now, and uh, but this would run on that. But I, I do like the idea of having... I wish it would record long-form, because that's something that is actually quite hard to find. A sequencer that records long-form MIDI, time-stamped, you know, just a MIDI file with a load of events on it with a tempo that's not tied to uh, the Line 6 um, mobile MIDI, whatever it was called, or the IK. There, there are just not... I can't find any applications that will just record MIDI, you know, which is uh, curious in many ways uh, and run in the background yeah I can't think of one and one that could you know could record from uh, RT MIDI input you know so Wi-Fi MIDI any of the, any of that stuff it just, it just doesn't seem to be one in existence I wonder what this has anyway I, I'm glad you put that in 20 bucks it's available now I think it became available this morning actually while we're on the subject of MIDI I did uh, get an email from a chap f- uh, at Syntodon Syn, uh, that's S-Y-N-T-E-D-O-N.com, who's actually done some HTML5 editors for a couple of instruments. So this is an, an editor for the uh, Nord 2X, Nord Rack 2X, and it, you know, fully functional, pretty impressive work here. So wow. the whole thing, you know, I think these are just free. You can download them from Cintodon.com. And basically, it gives you so using Web MIDI. So you need Chrome, and then it, just some sort of Web MIDI. You could pipe the med, Web MIDI out to an audio interf- to a MIDI interface. Has also done a Roland TR8 editor as well, which uh, I mean uh, is an interesting concept. I'm not sure what you'd use that for because you can get to most of the parameters there. But just shows you what can be done with HTML5 and Web MIDI. That is quite an impressive piece of work. I think you'll agree. I don't know if there's any use for that. I, it's, it, it, but it will run on, because it's HTML5, it will run on tablets. And, you know, so you could have a small dedicated editor on, mm. a, a, not an iPad, or maybe an Android device, which was, you know, you can pick those up for next to nothing now. They have a fairly large screen. So that's kind of neat. Uh, I don't know what the timing and stuff like, but for an editor, it's probably not so important, if anyone's interested. I can see that <laughs> it's really captured your imagination as a group. So- <laughs> <laughs> it, Nick, um, just one thing. We've uh, Ableton Live Link has kind of gone live in the last week, um, and actually, the, there's an update coming to BeatStep, which is going to, I think, it's actually been submitted uh, to the app, uh, app Store, so that'll have Ableton Live Link functionality in it. Uh, the core gaps have kind of gone live with Ableton Live Link. Um, I think everyone knows. Does everyone know what that is? Yeah, like, I mean, it's, it's it's like a kind of wish thing where everything joins. Up I thought I didn't. I was like, wow, look, this has come out. And then Ty pointed out to me we did we talk talked about, about it. it a few weeks ago. Well, and yeah, I was like, we, we did oh. when, when the, the new Ableton was out. Yeah, but that's yeah, yeah, yeah. random yeah. memory oh. loss. Oh, there he goes. Caught on camera, <laughs> boosted. There's a prize for that in there. So, oh, second oh. bottle. Hold on, wait a minute. Let me find where's the Where's that Sonic State bingo? I'm going to try and find that. I think bring it up just because it. <laughs> Sonic State bingo. No, Sonic Talk bingo, wasn't it? Sonic Talk bingo. Yeah, yeah Sonic Talk bingo. It's a drinking game. <laughs> bingo. Right, Sonic Talk Bingo. Let's see if I can find that. Because I did, that was a... I don't think... Uh, Reactor... Yeah, Reactor 6 Sonic Talk Bingo. Oh, what's that? Reactor... Oh, that's that's the the site. Uh, oh, I can't find it. I don't know where the URL is anymore. Maybe somebody in the chat room, if they would be so kind, could post the Sonic Talk Bingo uh, link if they can still find it. Because I can't dig it out myself at the moment. Um, okay. but Oh, look. Get my... Oh, look. 
Oh, Ooh. what are you? What's that? You're projecting a webcam. So while I while I yeah while I was setting up, I downloaded that. Um, oh, the downloaded the Rise application. It's epic. It's oh, epic. It works for fantastic. the iPhone. Yeah, it works fantastic. Yeah. yeah. It's so responsive. Yeah. I can't believe it. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. That's, right. that was the uh, uh, Roly Noise. Noise. Thing. Yeah. yeah, we posted that. They uh, Roly Noise. Here we go. Let's have a look at that. This is the. Excited uh, about that. What's this? This is uh, works on iPhone 6s. Well, and previous, but uh, have I got any noise? Oh no, I've got any sound. Here we go. It- it takes the sort of se- the the seaboard rise type of interface and sticks it, and, and uh, uh, a, a cut down version of Eclipse and sticks it on the. Of equator. Oh, yeah, equator, that's it. Oh, we're riffing on that. Hold on, I'm going to stop that. You've tried the that, great then, thing Robbie. Is, that's what Robbie yeah. just said. Neat. Sorry. That's what Robbie just said. When you link in, when you link it, um, the Bluetooth, the, the actual Rise itself, the Rise keyboard, into the iPhone, it really is just, it basically is a kind of really good cut down version of equator but it's really good so you basically just with rise and and uh your iphone you get yeah. a you know really good yeah it's fantastic okay. sounds sounds well, you brilliant. have to do that again robbie that, that, that our audience didn't see that one you held that, that you held so you're running it on the iphone are you taking I'm running, it? The, I'm running it on the iphone i've just plugged it into my little nano projector Ah, oh, look at that. That is two very current pieces of technology. And then I've got Rise here and I'm playing it. There you are, you are, uh, you should be endorsed to the max. <laughs> there you are. That's epic. Yeah, I'm going to love playing this. This is going to be great. Excellent. Oh, anyway. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, right. Um, okay, right. Uh, let's have a look. What else have we got? A mod step. That was mod step. Oh, here we go. This was interesting. Or maybe it's not. See what you think. This is a kind of tiny little modular synth. Nano synth NS1. So it's basically a bunch of controllers. I th- I'm guessing the, uh, I don't know if it's analog or digital, but you use these little kind of jumpers just to patch, and you can create a whole bunch of uh, modular style, style patches. It reminds me of that, what was that micro mono thing that we saw a while ago that was. Uh, oh, yeah. Tiny sizer. Tiny sizer, yeah. It's a similar kind of principle, I suppose, but less complex. The tiny sizer was a bit more, had a bit more uh, going on. It's got uh, some dig- digital effects in it and stuff. Only 249 bucks. Why is it the... the oh, I, I won't play the whole thing. There's a whole load of videos. Sorry, what was that question, Robbie? Oh, I, I nearly wanted to kill myself after listening to that demo. Oh. I watched the whole thing, and it's just that loop just going incessantly round and round and round. It was like being put on hold at some terrible call centre. But, I mean, you know, that's no, no slight on the synth itself. But, you know, <laughs> I think it looks pretty cool. I mean, I, the only thing I think about those things is I always wish they would just... I know they're meant to be sort of a bit sort of mad professor sort of science lab type thing. But I always feel that it'd be nice if they made an option where you could have like a proper finished cover on it. 
So you can't, you <laughs> know, you goes. just don't see, you don't see all the solder joints and all that nonsense. Is that like a proper, you know, something that sort of like covers it up a bit? Ah, okay. But just, it's because I always feel a bit vulnerable, like plugging things into sockets where I can see them like wet soldered to the to the board and all that stuff. Yeah, it always just a bit kind of. I, I, I take your point. I take your point. I think that that's a, that's a valid one. I mean, it looks kind of fun. I, mean, I wouldn't mind getting one of those for Christmas. I don't think I'm going to. Though. Um, have you ordered one yet, then, Ty? <laughs> you should, look! Look at look at these fingers. I have a prime example of sausage fingers, and ah. so um, anything that small for me, as I'm finding with the boutique stuff, is um, is difficult. And he, it's. I'd like um, to be found with Robbie on this one is the fact that I love the idea of it. And again, for some people, it'll be anyone that wants to start off and get into modular. I think it's a fantastic idea that you can just sit there and do it. But I mean, for me, no, I have to have proper sockets and and I have to have it finished in a case. Even when I bought the pocket operator things, I had to buy the rubber cases just because I couldn't bear to see, you know, <laughs> um, a half finished things. Like that's just, I, just the way I... Am unfortunately, I take after Robbie. I'm just but, uh, to see... I, Sorry, I think it's on. fantastic. I think the you know the idea of it is 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 brilliant. And when I was younger, I would have killed to have. I would have absolutely killed to have something like this. I'm just looking to so... see if it's got any um, CV IO. Uh, I can't see anything on there at the moment because that would make it a bit more interesting as well. But I can't see if it does. I know, Gaz. This for some reason I think this this would appeal to you because it's it's nano. It's got nano in the word in the title, uh-huh. and it's mm. small. Mm. <laughs> that's as far, that's as, far as my train of thought got. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it does look pretty cool. Um, it's it does look those little patchy things. Is that a bit like the Moog Mother? The same, not the Moog Mother. Yes, sorry, the, that's uh, right. The, the, the works that the works. Yeah, stat, it's a little bit like that. Yeah, I think so. And and French. the. Yeah, it is actually very mm. similar. Which, um, yeah, it's pretty cool. I mean, you know, it's something that I've talked about many a time on the show. People are saying, "Oh, when's Gaz going to get into modular?" And I've always been a bit because I've got this kind of hatred of of of, of wires. You know, why? You know, I, I feel tormented daily on my cables and wires and you know, uh, so okay, to, well, yeah, I can to, see that would be like, like your worst nightmare. Then, really, is what you're saying. Rather know, than a but, thing of joy and fun, <laughs> you know, playing with the Erebus and linking the Erebus up with the, the beat different step. things actually, a beat step and actually, well, the have, you, have, you had, have you tried? Have you tried two sequences into the Erebus because uh, you've got two voices? Haven't yeah. You? yeah, 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 mm. yeah. And uh, you know, the, actually, the SQ, I've been having a bit more fun with the SQ One actually and the Erebus, but but also crossing from the Erebus to the Micro Brute as well, and just sort of. You know, going. Oh no, I'm doing it now, aren't I? I'm yeah, you kind are. of. Have you tried? Modu- have you tried modulating the delay time? That's really I nice. Have. That's yeah, lovely. I have done that, and I've been trying to modulate the delay time from the LFO from the micro route as well. So you know, having these devices and the leads going across, yeah. I'm going. You're going to find I'm, you need an attenuator pretty soon, and then that'll be. I'm it. going down there. I'm going down there. Yeah. So it's. Um, it, actually, speaking of attenuators, and maybe the chat room can help me out with this one, um, the clock out of the BeatStep Pro will not drive the Volkers out of the sync with the sync input. Really? Um, or the SQ1. It's too, I think it's too hot. 
I and think there's said, a, I... oh, you, you need an attenuator. It's too, it's too strong a signal. Um, oh, really? I thought, yeah, that, uh, no. th- is there nothing in the MIDI command center software that allows you to set that? Oh, right. You can set the step resolution oh, okay. from one step or, uh, what was it, 24 PPQ or 48 PPQ, I think. Um, so one step is essentially what you want it to do. But uh, it just goes, it just goes bonkers. It just, uh, um, oh dear, that's not what you want. Is it? I, I, and people are saying that you need to sort of somehow step down the clock um, voltage. Maybe I'm not sure. Yeah, I, you uh, would. It, well, you just need some sort of attenuation. Yeah, attenuator. Yeah, there like, you go. Well, you might be able to do. It, you go. might be able to do it with the uh, nano core patch blocks or whatever it's called. That thing. That might work. Okay. So but, yeah, I'm very interested if anyone has actually managed to do that drive a either the sq1 or a volker from the beatstep pro right. out the clock out because i've kind of got the midi stuff all going off doing other things so i just in my plan was always to drive that from the, the clock yeah out, you could so. probably get inline attenuators in fact i've seen in fact i'm sure ed's got these uh, patch cards that have got like a little slider on them they're a bit like you know those inline headphone volume things you get on buds sometimes and I'm fairly sure there are little things that oh, will do okay. that. So you could, rather than uh, you, could, right, right, you right. could, you could put off an actual module, you know, than getting into module world just by getting some leads. I'm fairly, I don't know where you get them from. But if you look at, if you look online, you should be able to pick something up, and then you'd be able to t- attenuate it down. Okay. I know, Mark. Is there, new- I'm, I'm wondering whether this is something that might appeal to you with your um, circuit bending history. It does appeal to me. I'm. It is real analog, isn't it? Um, it's not, it, I mean, or the way the manual is written, it it's talks got VCA, about VCA. Yes, I think maybe it does. It talks actually. about uh, calibrating and stabilizing the VCOs and the VCFs. It so is I'm analog, guessing yeah. it must it be real analog. It is. So that's interesting, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And I'm uh, guessing those. Uh, I'm guessing those patch leads. Are, those look like the kind of connectors that you would connect. Uh, things that plug onto boards with. So the patch leads are probably one millimeter. Yes, they are. Which, they're tiny little things. Yeah. Which means, depending on what they're made of, they're, they're like going to bend connectors. or snap very yeah. easily. Yeah. <laughs> but they're also dirt but, cheap. You, can you buy know like what's missing? For, I mean, I, I'm looking at it and I'm thinking, hmm, now that looks like fun. But there's two things that make it not viable in my world. And one of them is it doesn't have a built in speaker. Anything that size that doesn't have a built-in speaker is going to have to be plugged in somewhere, which means wherever I go with it, it's not really going to be as portable as it immediately seems okay, yeah, to be, you if you know what I mean. Like this, the iPhone, I can make music with this. I can suddenly be inspired and go, oh, I'm just going to I put that in and I can hear it. I don't have to go around Headphones. finding anything else. I just do it. And then the other thing is the power supply. It needs power from somewhere. So yeah, again, five volts. Uh, I'm going to have to plug it into something somewhere to get power into it. But I don't know if it's really analog and it's you get one of those small and it like works, it. then maybe, yeah. maybe, yeah. maybe. Yeah. I'd like okay. to try. Can one. I just, yep. Can I just flag something that I'm sure it's an old, it's an old instrument now, but I mean, I haven't seen that many people still using them and they are, you know, kind of almost a toy. And I know they've been out for ages, but you know the little bits, the Korg yes. little bit synth. Yeah, that's right. That's. I uh... just want to. I just want to keep flagging these up. Only the fact that I mean, I bought it when they first came. I I kind of got it when you could only get them in the states, and I got one sent over and bought and got one for a friend for Christmas. And yeah. honestly, they are. It is phenomenal. I mean, you know, I mean the the sounds. It's all very much. It's kind of like the. Um, 
uh, Mono Machine than the, you know, the, not the Mono Machine. The, the Monotron. Monotron. Yeah. Monotron. Has and it got a speaker, kind of though? It's got a little speaker. It has got a speaker. Oh, it comes with a and speaker. The, the, nice, the, the nice thing... Yeah. It runs off battery. Yeah. But yeah. the nice thing about it is that you literally... Because I've bought... You can then buy... Once you've got the basic synth setup... Um, you know, kind of, you can buy bits to add onto it, so you can add USB onto it. You can add um, um, can, um, MIDI onto it. Yeah, you can. It's expensive you know, though if you do it that way. I mean, the, the the basic kit on eBay here looks like two hundred and sixty quid for that. It's so the you, synth Lego thing, isn't it? Yeah, I remember. It is the synth yeah. Lego. yeah, that's right. It is, but it's the the nice thing is a it sounds better than it really should sound. It does sound, Definitely. you know, kind of it and. Mm. It's I I can't explain how much fun it is. It, it's mm. such fun, and the delay on yeah. it is incredible. The delay yeah. is absolutely fantastic, and mm. it's one of those things. It's kind of it came out, it kind of slipped a bit under the radar, and I just keep waving a little flag, saying, you know, if you want to learn about synthesis or you want something that's just, in, it's just like a toy. It's like a big boy's toy, but yeah, no, not like. True. We're used to toys now because we always say, oh, well, an mm. app on our iPhone, or oh, that's a toy, or oh, that's a, this is a toy. Yeah. This honestly mm. feels like when we were kids and we were playing with Lego. It yeah. feels yeah. like yeah. that. It, I think that's Excellent. the idea. It's, and it, it, the, some of the sounds I got out of this are honestly incredible. And the times when I sit mm. there looking at all this expensive gear going, yeah, yeah, I think I might tell someone that I did this on a Moog rather than... So have you actually bit. used it in, uh, in anger then? Yeah, so. I've used, yeah, I've actually, I've actually, I've actually used it on, on projects. It is, there are, especially if you want to do weird and wonderful kind of sci-fi, yeah. you know, 1950, 1960s, where the synthesis was really basic then and whatever. It's oh. fantastic at that. It is, it's brilliant. It, and honestly worth checking out okay really fantastic when i i did the review of the uh little bits expansion kit the 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 little bits pro kit i think it's called where it adds a cv and gate yeah um midi midi and usb kind of functionality to it and then when i was doing uh, in preparation for the review i had them uh, on my dining room table and when friends came around they were friends who really honestly switch off whenever i start talking about music tech just completely disconnect and all those lock you partic- in a room <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> those uh, those particular friends really loved the little bits and um one one friend in particular who a friend of, of me and robbie's um she uh she particularly loved it because for the first time she actually understood synthesis. You know, it, it kind of it, it enabled her just to kind of go, oh, okay, all the components yeah. and the way it goes together. And, um, yeah, I completely agree, Ty. And, well, it's, it's the MS-20 filter, though, isn't it? So it's a real yeah. like, classic. Yeah, more or less. So, have they extended it at all? Because wasn't there poles the L- to try and add modules? Have they added yeah, any? Ah, yeah, the LF. They have, they've only and, done and, with and the... Got, well, they got voted. Uh, you know, they have to, to for new little bits modules. Yeah. Uh, there's like some sort of like voting process, and uh, the LFO did get voted to be made. But I, I check regularly, but it doesn't. Yeah, it's not been made be yet. Out. But that, that was the only thing from the little really bits, really. Well, you you could do that. You can. I do. I have done that. But uh, a dedicated LFO is on its way, and I think once that comes out. I think people should maybe Nam, check out Nam, the little bits again. Little bits Mark Two or something. 
But I mean, if you, because I bought I bought another I bought another oscillator that basically I used a, as another LFO. It doesn't quite. I mean, it's not. You know, it doesn't go really kind of quite low enough, but it definitely adds some. You know, lots of kind of ring mods type stuff that you know, kind of, you couldn't really do any other way because you can kind of people that don't know it. You basically plug anything into anything, just like Lego, essentially. So if you want to have an oscillator that goes into another oscillator, and then goes into a filter, or you stick the filter between the oscillators and then before the envelope, you basically just plug it in however you want. Mm-hmm. There's no mm. fixed. And you literally just, it's just fantastic just to experiment thinking, yeah. I wonder what would happen if I just, yeah. if I put the sequencer before the, you know, yeah, the yeah. delay after the, it it's fantastic. It's bonkers things. In fact, really in our bonkers. review, when we filmed our review, we had it doing some bonkers stuff. I think if you haven't seen that review, the little bits review that, that we did, the Sonic State little bits pro review, we did this thing with a, with a, with a, with it, controlling a piano um messing around with the order it started doing some stuff like live on cam that i was really sort of it took me by surprise it really was and 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 it's beautiful isn't it that that whole thing um of that unexpected and it's nice with the little bit so you can't connect things so it breaks wrongly yeah because the the magnetism it just of the, won't the, work. it, it yeah. just you just won't the magnets don't let you put it together so you have yeah. to flip the magnet around and then it clicks together really cool yeah. anyway nice on time very well worth it it is a bit pricey though um for, as a starter if you've uh, but it's worth checking out sorry mark you wanted to come in there yeah i'm just saying i'm just looking on uh ebay for little Vix things and i've noticed you can buy individual bits for things mm. but i found korg little bits electronics dc motor and there's an, a little tiny dc motor which you can what what for fit into what? something and then i found korg little bits electronics servo which looks like something out of uh the radio control that, planes that uh, we used to make confusion, like that i think the confusion there is little bits as a, is a, as a system was around before Korg. Yeah, that's right, yeah. So it's just it's picking so, up those so, keywords. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, why it's is Korg it saying Korg in the, in the listing? Just, it says Korg. It's wrong. It's wrong. Well, they're here just, we go. Wrong. Wrong. Look, okay, actually, I take it all back. Look, there's a Korg little bit synth kit for 85 quid here. That's a, that's a yeah. bargain. That's worth yeah, having. Yeah, 85 quid. 85 that's, quid. That's Brilliant. Anyway, well, um, that, well that's, a, that's a top uh, uh, a top way to end the show. A bit of, uh, <laughs> if you get one for, uh, well, it's probably too late to get one in, in time for Christmas, but maybe... Uh, Amazon. Yeah, Amazon. Amazon Prime. Amazon, yeah, Super Prime. Amazon Santa service, yeah. Anyway, um, (laughs) I think that's probably a great time to stop the show. I want to say thank you ever so much to all our guests, uh, past and present and future, for joining us. Uh, Obviously, (laughs) it's been great to have you all aboard, and it's uh, it's always fun. So thank you very much, everybody. Thank you to all of you folks in the chat room. Nice to see you there. All a happy Christmas and New Year to you. As I say, we're not having uh, another show until January, so... uh, uh, we won't be around next Wednesday. Um, I shall be, hopefully. I might go and see Star Wars. I might be watching Star Wars at, at that time. So anyway, thanks, everybody. Uh, I want to say thank you first to Mark Tinley. Have a great Christmas, and we'll see you again um, in the new year. You will. Yes. Thank you very much for having me. You're welcome. Uh, Merry Christmas to everybody, everybody in the chat room, hey. everybody who watches, all Excellent. of you. <laughs> Very much agree. And Gaz, you can now get back to your party. It's dark now, so <laughs> yeah, yeah. you are legally to, permitted to drink yeah, beer I, more I, speedily. I've, I've managed to do two bottles during the show, so that's Wow. Cool. They look uh, really big, so... those bottles, but they're not, are they? They're, are they... 
Oh, are they big laffy bottles. Oh, they're the other. Yeah. Oh, right. They're seven fifty. They're seven fifty mils. So <laughs> Jesus yeah. Christ! And that's like six percent lager. Seven, it's 7.6%. No, 6, 6. 6%. Nice. Um, but good. no, it's good. It's kind of, I'm, I'm, I'm ready for the party. It's helped me kind of, You're ready you know. to start. <laughs> yeah. does, it, does this mean now, now you've got it all out of your system? You're, you're not going to go, go and bore and everybody with music technology conversation. You've now sort of, it's evacuated. No, no, no. no, no he's going to no, go no, and no. fire up his, he's going to fire up his road Mariah Carey's going to be back up and running. I mean, when I come to parties, I am. I mean, I've got this proliferation of small battery devices, so I'm always deciding when I go to parties which ones should I take. On, that sounds really bad, Gaz. That sounds very bad. <laughs> what have you brought? Yeah, it sounds very got? bad. No, well, actually, I, because it's, I'm in a mod-steppy sort of mood, I'm actually just iPad with mod-step, but I've set up a really complex patch on mod-step that I'm going to inflict on everyone in a bit. <laughs> right. Um, but... but con- Content to actually get it all out of my system. It hasn't. It's actually kind of all this it's stuff has stimulated the... me. Oh, no. I'm ready. It, I'm ready to go and tell patch. everyone. I got such a lot of things now. I want to go and inflict on everyone else now. Well, so. make sure it starts with the shaking of some sleigh bells, Gaz. <laughs> yeah, and happy you. Christmas but, to you. Yeah, and let me just say, I want to say thank you ever so much to everybody who, uh, you know, in the chat room and, you know, and all the lovely comments and all the great things. It's so cool. It's such a lovely thing to be involved with. And uh, happy Christmas, everybody. Yeah, brilliant. Oh, yeah, good sentiment. Thank you, Gaz. <laughs> and, of course, also Ty Unwin there, who at least is going to get some time over Christmas. And I hope you are not spending the time off you've got dreaming about the work that you've got to do. So, uh, I no. Hope you get... no, good. no, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm taking some proper time out and um, I just want to check with Gaz if Gaz actually understands the word of the the concept of friends and parties and <laughs> the words inflict aren't normally what I associate with friends and parties. To be fair, oh no, but... that's that's, that's... <laughs> friends on the party. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> from, from my point of view, uh, this is this is yeah, this is the bit where you'll get all emotional. And obviously, I'm kind of new uh, new kid on the block here, and uh, I just want to say. You know, I've only been part of this lot for a few months and everyone's made me feel so welcome and everyone in the chat room and everyone on Sonic Talk and, and Sonic State and everything. And, uh, you know, genuinely, I've been really made welcome. So I really appreciate that. And I Yay. really look forward to these. So thank you all, everybody, really do. And Yay. I hope everyone has a fan- fantastic Christmas and uh, a really productive New Year and I hope it's as good as everyone wants it to be. Thank you. That's a very uh, a great That's message. Fine. Thank you very much. And finally, Mr. Robbie Bronwyn, who's back. I guess you're broke for Christmas now. You're not going back down to do any more production this was, work. This was I, I came back down today from my from my last bit of work. So, yeah, this is it. The end. Yeah. yeah, yeah when the, the end, the end till, till January the 5th. <laughs> Excellent. Well, uh, good for you. And uh, have a great Christmas to you. And, uh, again, thank your client for his time. Uh, he's let you have off while while you've been on the show and we're always nope. welcome so thank you very always much always a pleasure never a chore as they excellent. say excellent thank you very much yeah. indeed um okay that uh mark wait, wait, uh, have i said no no i've said what 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 did i say goodbye what? to mark you have yes and i oh. and i said merry christmas everyone yeah that's right that's what i thought yes sorry my fault that's what's called cool. yeah backseat backseat production after 2 700 <laughs> after 1.5 liters of left. Left. Yeah. <laughs> i say merry christmas twice i can say it again say it again yeah <laughs> gaz wants you to it's it, i don't know if anybody actually remembers it's a very uk thing but there used to be uh, in between the children's programs on uh, itv and bbc there used to be gus honeybun and they do things like okay, Okay, uh, 
Gus wants you to turn the lights off. So Gaz wants you to say Merry Christmas, uh, Mark. You can perform. The... <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> Very <everyone>. good. <laughs> Excellent. And I'm going to yeah. leave you all with, uh, well, that's it. Maybe I don't think I'll play any more of Maria Carey. We'll just fade to black. Oh. And also... Oh, no. <laughs> oh, yeah, all right. Yeah, play all right. it, play it. All right. And uh, also, Merry Christmas to the chat room. And Rich Hilton's in the chat room as well. Thank you very much, everybody, for joining us. Woo! It's been a wonderful year, and we look forward to coming back in the new year where we'll have Nam and all of those other things. So thanks very much. That's it. Uh, I'll play this, and you can uh, enjoy or not. Bye! Bye! <laughs> 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 I heard underneath there, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. Brilliant.